Said the little lamb to the shepherd boy, Do you hear what I hear? Ringing through the sky, shepherd boy, Do you hear what I hear? A song, a song, high above the trees, with a voice as big as the sea. As big as the sea Oh, 
Good evening. Merry Christmas, everyone. Come on, let's give the Lord a big hand. My name is Pastor Don, and we want to welcome you to Firm Foundation Ministries on Christmas Eve. And tonight, as we get settled in, um, this evening for us as believers and for us as a church is always um, the culmination of a journey. And um, if you're a visitor with us tonight, I, I am excited and honored that you're here uh, to join us tonight as uh, we celebrate the birth of Christ. And celebrating the birth of Christ here, we always, on purpose, begin a journey after Thanksgiving, the Advent. In anticipation of the birth of Christ and what God is doing in our hearts and life as we take the journey to that moment. And that journey has led us all to this night. That journey, each year, emulates for us the story of Christmas, the power of God, and His love expressed into the earth through the birth of Jesus Christ, our Savior. And each week, we light a candle that represents hope, love, joy, and peace. Tonight we come to relight those candles and to light one more candle, the Christ candle. And at the closing of our service, after the lighting of the Christ candle, I'm going to have our elders come and receive the light from the Christ candle. And then we will pass that light out as we close tonight uh, to sing and anticipate um, this great night. I'll say to us as believers and to everyone who is listening... There are two major holidays that the world celebrates. That if it wasn't for the person of Jesus Christ, there would be no reason to celebrate them. These are ours. These are our celebrations. And we have reason to celebrate. And tonight as we take the journey, 
of the story of the birth of Christ. We will do it with song and with scripture. And what I love about this night is we will take the traditional Christmas hymns, the hymns that the whole world, whether they are believers or not, sing during this time of the year. And we will show you that in the hymns of Christmas is the gospel of Jesus Christ, the story of his birth. We will take them in order all the way through the birth of Christ. We encourage you to sing and sing loud with us tonight. For we of all people have reason to sing. Amen. It is such a great night. And so I'm glad that you're here. And I hope that you will enjoy our evening together as we prepare our hearts and lives to celebrate. Will you stand with me? In the scripture, the Bible says, in 1 John 4, verses 9 and 10, In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent His only Son into the world so that we might live through Him. In this love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sin. In Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 and 5, the Bible says, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive the adoption of sons. In this place tonight, I want to encourage you to lift your voice and praise the King of kings and the Lord of lords. This gathering tonight is a gathering to celebrate the birth of the one and only Prince of Peace, the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, who is known as Emmanuel. And so tonight as we prepare our hearts, let's open up the service with O Holy Night. The stars are brightly shining, it is the night of a dear Savior's birth. Oh, uh-huh. 
First Peter chapter 1 verses 3 and 4 the Bible says blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ according to his mercy he has caused us to be born again to a living hope everyone say living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that's imperishable undefiled and fading and kept in heaven for you tonight we begin by lighting the first candle in remembrance of the hope that Christ gives us. The scripture says that we have been born again to a living hope. Christ's birth is the thing that gives us eternal hope in the world that we live in today. In Matthew chapter 1 verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, the son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife. For that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. And this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold the virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel. Which means God with us. And when Joseph woke from sleep. He did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Tonight, as we light the first candle, I invite you to sing with us the first Noel.
Often anticipate what that first night must have been like. In Luke chapter 1, verse 26, the Bible says, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. For he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord will give to him the throne of his father David. And he reigned over the house of Jacob forever. Of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child will be born, will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who is called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be according 
to your word to me. And the angel departed from her. Tonight, in lighting the second candle, it's a remembrance of the peace that Christ has brought to us into this world. We're reminded of this particular move of God, especially in Luke chapter 2, verses 1. In those days, a decree went from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. And this was the first registration when Quintarius, the governor of Syria, and all of called all to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph went up from Galilee, the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to the firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. Tonight, the lighting of this second candle gives us strength from hope that peace is God's priority. That Christmas is a rescue mission. And that God has come to bring peace in a world that cannot receive it without Him. And so tonight, as we light the second candle that represents peace, will you sing with us? O little town of Bethlehem. Listen to us, we pray. 
sin and enter in. Be born in us today. We hear the Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell. Oh, come to us, abide in us, our Lord In a moment like this, we may think that singing a song about a town, O little town of Bethlehem, might seem odd since Bethlehem seems to us so insignificant. But not to the people of Jesus' day. To the people of Jesus' day, Bethlehem was very significant because Bethlehem was known for one thing and one thing only. Bethlehem was known for producing spotless lambs. And if you traveled to make a sacrifice, you would always go through Bethlehem to ensure that you could get a lamb that was worthy. The story of Christmas is not a happen chance. God moves us to a journey. And he picked Bethlehem. It was part of his plan. Where else should a lamb be born than in a place known to always produce a spotless lamb. It's an incredible story, and I hope you'll hold that in your heart. As we move through this, joy is what should happen this time of year. And in Luke chapter 2, verse 8, the Bible says, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. When a spotless lamb was born in Bethlehem, it needed to be separated from the other sheep. One of the ways that the shepherds would do that to make sure that it was marked and known to be spotless is as soon as it was born and inspected, they would wrap that lamb in cloth and place it in the feed trough. An incredible illustration as Jesus has wrapped in cloth and placed in a manger. The sign would bring joy because the spotless lamb has come. Tonight as we light this third candle, I'll ask for you to sing with us joy to the world. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing. 
sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat the sounding joy. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love what joy it must have been for the shepherds as they would have recognized right away what they saw a spotless lamb laying in a manger. It wouldn't have taken them by surprise and it wouldn't have required any interpretation for them. They would have known right away and realized what John chapter 3 verse 16 says to us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Tonight as we light the fork candle we do it to remember love. The love that Jesus reveals in his coming and in his dying for each of us. That is news that is good. That is news that the shepherds proclaimed people must know. And from that moment... They moved. They decided to go and tell. And so I'll ask for you tonight, let's join them in their mission. Not only here in this place tonight, but as we go forth from here, people must know. What a great way to do it, to encourage our hearts by singing a famous hymn one even as a young boy that did not go to church that I remember singing at Christmas. Sing with us, go tell it on the mountain. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain, that Jesus Christ is born. While shepherds kept their watching or silent flocks by night, behold, throughout the heavens there shone a holy light. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and Christ is born. 
this moment we realize that there's scripture to back up our songs in Luke chapter 2 verse 13 and 15 it says suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They traveled because God had brought great joy to their life. They decided that people must know because this joy and love must be shared. And in our story, to remind us that love is an amazing thing. And that the love of God is eternal. And the fact tonight, during this Christmas season, there are people who need to know that God loves them. And that message is our message. It's our gift to give. This Christmas, we need to realize that God gave us a gift with the intent that we would give it away. And it's His love through the birth of His Son. And so with the angels, we should declare the love of God. Will you sing with us? Hark, the herald angels sing. Highest heaven adored, Christ the everlasting. 
time behold him come offspring of the virgin's womb veiled in flesh the godhead seen hail the incarnate deity pleased as man with men to dwell jesus chapter 2, verse 16 through 20. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. The church has been given a gift. And my prayer is that we receive it with such joy and enthusiasm that we imitate these shepherds. But the joy and the love and the hope and the peace that God gave through the birth of His Son would inspire us to realize that if God was on a rescue mission and that Christmas was that mission, then we too are on a mission with God. That Christmas itself is a declaration that God has come to rescue and save the lost. Christ and Christ alone Paid the ransom. Christmas was a rescue mission. And Christ paid the ransom. The debt has been paid. And through his blood. Sin is forgiven. Because of his life. We too can live. And Christmas should make us of all people on planet earth. The happiest. The most excited. We have taken our journey to this point. Tonight, there is much anticipation. One more sleep, one of the children told me when they came in tonight. One more sleep. <laughs> this child. And it blessed me. Because I know that that child was in anticipation of receiving something good. 
One more sleep, church. And it's Christmas Day. I hope that your heart is like that child to receive the gift of God, Christ Jesus, born as our Savior. Tonight we light the Christ candle. And as we do, there is a special song we sing here at Christmas. It's titled, A Christmas Hallelujah. Would you sing it with us as we ponder the gift of Christ?
our God and King, O night divine, forevermore. John chapter 1. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about Him and cried, This was He of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because He was before me. For from his fullness we have received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Tonight we have come in faithfulness. And our coming tonight calls the world to come also. Will you sing with us? Come all ye faithful.
some of our elders and some of the leaders who have volunteered tonight to come forward. When you came in tonight, you were given a candle. Tonight, in this place, we take the light that was lit for the Christ candle in our journey. It's a symbol that we should receive this light first and foremost. And in receiving this light, with full intent, we should give this light. Tonight, we want to pray over the light that comes from our journey. And after we pray, I'll ask that as the men come and give the light to the beginning of each aisle, that you pass that light down to the person next to you and light their candle. In this moment, we receive the light of Christ at Christmas. And we give the light at Christmas. It's a symbol of faith of what Christmas means to us. And so as I pray, I'm going to ask these men to begin to pass the light. Father, tonight, the culmination of our journey has come to this point. The light of the love of God, the light of the hope of God, the light of the love, peace, joy, and hope of God has been given to us through the birth of Jesus Christ. We have taken the journey of Advent. And in this place tonight, as a symbol of faith, receive the light of Christ into our hearts. As a symbol of faith, we have passed the light to someone else. Father, we pray tonight that we not only do that in this room, but we do that in the world. Tomorrow will be Christmas Day. Let the light remind us that Christmas does not end with the ending of a day. That Christmas is actually the beginning of the gospel. Christmas is the beginning of the good news. And so, Lord, surely, if we're celebrating the beginning, regardless of what we see or hear in this world at this moment, you are not done. And if you are not done, neither are we. And so, Lord, in this place tonight, this light represents the hope of the world. It shines in darkness. It's our commitment as we hold it to being part of the rescue mission. We bless you for it, for all our hopes, all our dreams. Rest on it. 
We pray it in Jesus' name. And everyone said, will you sing with us, Silent Night? sing the first verse again, just the voices. journey 
was not raised in church. Not that my family was a bad family. It was just not something we did. Christmas is a special time for me since salvation in 1992. Part of my prayer is that my family would come to meet the same Savior that I did that September. And experience the same thing I did that first Christmas that I was a believer. And as of this date, God has honored my prayer. And Christmas is new for my family. Christmas is new for us each and every year. In the sense that I firmly believe that Christmas was a rescue mission. And I'll tell you why. Because I was rescued. Someone honored the shepherds. Someone said, people must know. And someone told me that Christ was born to live and to die and to resurrect for me. And that that was God's ultimate Christmas gift. Tonight, we finish our journey of Advent with light in our hand, hope in our heart, and purpose. As you leave this place tonight, I'll encourage you to remember you are on a rescue mission. Can I pray for us? Father, in this place, our hearts are still full of anticipation. There are still presents under trees. There are still gifts to be unwrapped, gifts to receive, and gifts to be given. Thank you that, Lord, the tree is a symbol of the cross. The gift is Christ. As we receive it, help us to give it to a lost and dying world. Let the light of the birth of Christ shine from us into the dark. Lord, we are on a rescue mission with you. We pray it in Jesus' precious name. And everyone said? Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise if you can. I want to remind you, it's Christmas. People must know. Turn around and tell someone Merry Christmas. God bless you, and I hope your family has a great and wonderful Christmas. You can put your candles back in the box in the foyer as you go out, please.
Ask.